to another edition of the Cybersecurity Matters Podcast. And today we are joined by the awesome Shauna Moran. Shauna, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, really excited to have you on the show. How are you doing today? Thank you for having me. I'm really excited for today's conversation and I'm doing great. The sun is shining, so it helps with everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is fa fantastic. Uh, I'm just super stoked to have you on the show. I know, you know, I've talked before and I always appreciate the great content you put out on LinkedIn and I uh, thought maybe we'd start off with an easy question just so you uh, can tell a little bit about yourself, your journey, sort of where you are and what you're doing today. Um, sort of let our listeners and viewers know more about Shauna. Yeah, thank you. I, so what I do is I specialize in supporting leaders and teams in essentially reducing workplace burnout and preventing it. Um, my experience started many years ago, but I, I started working with remote and hybrid teams probably about five years ago, doing a lot of consulting and coaching and training. And, you know, about three years ago, I could see that the biggest challenge that a lot of the teams I was working with were experiencing burnout. And uh, that's where I decided to dedicate my research and my focus and have been doing that for the last couple of years. Last year, I wrote a book called Managing Employee Burnout. And uh, I'm still focused on 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 that area of how do we create productive and, and high performing, but yet sustainable and emotionally healthy workplaces. And, you know, as we're moving into 2023, uh, we're seeing burnout at an all time high uh, within our workforce. So it's still a very prominent issue. It's still very concerning. Um, the good news is that a lot of people are taking action. And uh, yeah, we're learning new ways of of being. We're coming out of of the last couple of years, just uh, you know, really struggling with remote working and balancing that work from home and creating unhealthy ways of 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 being as a culture and as as teams. So, um, yeah, that's essentially what I do. That's fantastic. Thank you, Shauna. Um, so first question, and you know, when you talk about burnout, bur burnout is something that um I experienced at the end of my corporate career. Uh, I started to feel jaded and cynical and I could, you know, feel the, uh, the old heart turn to stone kind of thing. Um, and that was almost 10, 10 years ago. Um, how, in, how do people get maybe better in tune with the fact that they are burning out? Because I've heard from I'm, both my personal experience and others, it tends to be until it's either, not too, either too late or just before something bad really happens. How do we as individuals become more in tune with whether or not we are burning out? It's a great question. And the simple answer is awareness, you know, really becoming more aware of ourselves, right? Aware of stressors and what they look like and how that shows up within our body, within our minds, how that changes the way that we show up in our personal lives. Um, you know, with burnout, there are five stages to burnout. So there are symptoms there and, and burnout doesn't happen just from one you know, situation or experience or stressor, it happens over time. So it's really important for us to to become more aware as individuals. That's that's ultimately what we need. So when stress presents itself, as it will, because this is the world that we live in, there's stressors everywhere, we can come into a place of detachment from that and empowerment from that, where the situation or the stressor isn't impeding on us. It's not part of us, right? We can we can actively manage it. And that's what burnout essentially is. It's stress that is unmanaged. So if we can become more aware, if we can understand these are the things that stress, that present stress to me, 
um, then we can look at, okay, what are our choices? What are our options? Are, are these things that are continually stressing us out um, that we can change? Or, or maybe we need to change something about how we're dealing with that stressor. So it's really important. This is what I go into in my book is understanding the root causes of burnout because there are many. Um, and I burned out myself three times by the age of 28 in the corporate world. And when I look back on those experiences, I realized they were all for different reasons. So there's three pillars that I talk about in the book, the self pillar. So that's to do with us, right? Are we aware enough to manage our own stress? Are we working from a trauma response? Are we overworking to ignore something in our lives or because we feel that we have to continually prove ourselves or we have some issues around our self-worth? Are we unable to set healthy boundaries for ourselves? So there's a lot of work we have to do on ourselves, right? And usually that happens with experience over time. You know, we we live and we learn through these experiences. And then the other two pillars, the the second one is the leader, right? So who are we manage who are we reporting to? Who's managing us? Who's leading us? Who's serving us? Do we have quality support from that person, from that leader? Do we have fair treatment at work? Do we have manageable workloads and realistic timelines? And do we have clarity on our roles and responsibilities, for example? So that's everything that feeds into the second pillar, which is the leader, and the third pillar, which is the organization. And, you know, on an organizational level, we could add things like psychological safety. Uh, we could add, you know, our communication processes. For example, are we in back-to-back -back meetings all day, every day? Or are we living into asynchronous processes where we have flexibility and time to manage our own needs as well as our team's needs so these are all the root causes and it's for me it was like so helpful to see this this graphic of okay these are all the root causes now we understand why this might be happening and we can prevent it are are, are certain and I, I think the answer to this was going to be yes but I, I want to dive into more of the why are certain leadership styles more prone to having teams burn out so as an example you know leaders that may be more focused on time management and you know uh, um, you know managing the time of their team are, are leaders who lead that way are their teams more prone to burn out compared to leaders who maybe focus more so on outcome management it's a great question i i wouldn't say necessarily in terms of leadership style but more leader leadership mindset would would have greater influence on um burnout so you know for example our leaders our leaders creating an open space for discussions around the co-creation of deadlines and manageable workloads like they're two of the most important things when i speak to any leader that have team members that are burnt out it's like okay how are you setting timelines how are you managing workloads um how are you reality testing that right do you have a fixed mindset where things are you see it this way and it has to be done by this this time and this deadline or how, are you having open conversations with your team because you know realistically you don't know what is realistic because you're not doing your team members jobs so there's a humbleness that's required from leaders and an openness to co-create these things and have discussions around these areas. Um, that's the biggest impact, not necessarily your style, but are you able to have that openness in your communication? I want to talk about um, the journey, Shauna, between an unhealthy organization and a healthy organization. So what does it 
look like? What are the stages of maturity from, you know, burned out staff and, and really unhealthy environment and then over into conscious, you know, uh, health, health conscious and, and aware and you know, everything that you're describing or with, with what you just laid out? Yeah. Yeah. It's a great question, Christian. And this is a question I've, I continually ask myself, right? And, and it depends on where the organization is at. It depends on how they see the problem. Do they see the problem as being an individual problem or a systemic problem? Are they seeing the problem of employees burning out and are they asking the right questions as an organization? You know, and if there is an openness to that, okay, this is happening. This is an indicator that we are doing something incorrect or wrong or we're missing something. Are we committed to asking the hard questions? And, and when it comes to mental health at work, it's not a comfortable conversation to have. Oftentimes, leaders don't want to look at it, right? They just want to focus on the numbers and the data and the growth. It's like, oh, we're not psychologists. We're not therapists. How are we going to do this? So, it, so, you know, I have empathy towards organizations that are going through massive burnout issues or loss of employees, um, you know, leaving the company. But it's the willingness to actually look at that and commit to not that you have to do everything at once, but commit to, OK, here are the here are the root causes here based on the data that we've collected, the root causes that are impacting our team the most. And here are our priorities and our roadmap for the next 12 months. And it's realistic, right? So an organization might start to work on the leadership piece first and equip their leaders and their, their people managers to have open conversations and coaching conversations so that they can identify uh, stressors within their team before it turns into burnout. Just as one example, but the journey looks different for every organization. And the most important thing is, is that C-suite or is that top level leadership are they invested in why this is important? If they don't see it, it's going to be really difficult to change. Yes. And so if we can just park there for a minute. So I'm thinking of a close friend of mine that was in a, a terrible burnout situation where he was a manager and a supervisor. So he had that job description to make sure everyone was doing what they needed to do. And then he also had his own um, heavy full-time job of administrative responsibilities and a family at home. So he was working days, evenings, weekends, every single week. If he was to take an evening or a weekend off, then his, his work did not go away. There was no backup support for him at all. He ended up uh, burning out really hard because the work just keeps stacking up um, and being pushed forward. Um, is there anything that you could say to uh, the leadership of an organization like that who maybe don't have the humility or, or don't want to see uh, the issues and they just want to look at the data and, you know, the numbers and, uh, mm -hmm. you know, how can we, how can we transition them from unhealthy and, and detached into a more healthy and engaged mm -hmm. workforce from that ground zero epitome of unhealthiness? Yeah. It's, no it's challenging. <laughs> it's, it's re it can be really challenging. And, um, you know, for me, I do a lot of work with these leaders, right? I see what's happening within their teams, within their management teams, and I'm brought into C-suite to support them in really understanding the problem and creating solution. 
And oftentimes, you know, you're speaking, you're speaking to humans, right? And I can guarantee you that you're in that situation with your friend his manager was probably feeling the weight of that and the stress of that. And their manager was probably feeling the weight and the stress of that. So there's a process by which, you know, when we can all step into a a state of vulnerability, it doesn't always happen. Some people don't want to do it. But if we can all step into that place of vulnerability to say, yeah, I've been struggling too. And there has to be another way. Right. Where we don't have to we don't have to. um, Our productivity doesn't have to suffer, but neither does our well-being. We don't have to sacrifice that. We don't have to sacrifice our joy anymore. And how would that look for us? Um, And how would that feed into our overall mission and our value and what we're trying to achieve? Yes. So look at it. Yeah. But sometimes for individuals and I've worked with them and I've been there myself. Sometimes you have to walk away. And in this case, that is exactly what happened. <laughs> yeah. 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 Especially if you don't have the energy, right? The, and we can never change anybody else. We can never speed up their journey of consciousness and awareness. We, we can't do that. Um, but we, ha- we have to look after ourselves. And especially for your friend, you mentioned, you know, a manager managing teams, managing people. You know, we have to be able to put on our own oxygen mask first. Um, we have to serve from a full cup. I truly believe that. And sometimes walking away is the only solution for, for certain individuals. And that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, that's what his brother had said to him. You know, you're no good to anyone if you're, if you're not alive. Anyway. Yeah. 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 Shauna, we're just the the conversation just flew right by, and we're just so grateful for you sharing this, the your insights and wisdom, and um, just uh, just your kindness and how how you're explaining this all. We're just really grateful for you taking time out of your busy schedule to join us on the podcast today. Uh, so, for our listeners and viewers who want to learn more about you or find out more about your book, what what, what are the best places for them to find you? Well, LinkedIn is great, Shauna Morn. Uh, Instagram, Shauna Moore and Coach. And you can get my book anywhere on Amazon or any of the bookstores online. It's called Managing Employee Burnout, Shauna Moore, and you'll find it. Fantastic. Um, yeah. So thank you so much for having me on. I really appreciate this conversation and appreciate the great, thoughtful questions. And yeah, it was it was really lovely to be here with you both today. Amazing. Thank Good you so much, Sean. Shauna. I appreciate your friendship. And thank you again for joining, uh, joining us on the show. And Chris and I will be uh, right back to wrap up today's episode. Why managed service providers love the system hardening platform Sention. It saves time and resources by automating critical functions for system hardening. It provides an efficient and effective way to reduce vulnerabilities in your organization. It mitigates attacker movement and privilege escalation techniques and further prevents cyber attacks from happening in your organization. Now, here's an exclusive for Cybersecurity Matters listeners. Sention has a free offering of their cross-compliance database to get started today. A link will be provided in the podcast description. Sention will simplify your security management journey. Well, that was a fantastic episode with Shauna. Uh, a lot of great practical guidance and advice there from from Shauna. Um, what was one of your key uh, well, takeaways? I think it's universally applicable. And I think the takeaway is humility. Yes. Whether you are getting burned out or whether you suspect that it's something you should look at in your organization. It's something that you should ask yourself is how are we doing 
as individuals and as organizations and as leaders. I think there's just a key bells there. If you're, you're, if you're a leader or a business owner and you're listening to this podcast, that definitely heeds, uh, heed Sean's advice there and guidance. And uh, like Christian was saying there, I mean, it's all about leading with humility and, you know, taking care of your people, people over profit. So, uh, very grateful for, for Sean joining us on the podcast today. And as always, we want to extend a special thank you to our loyal listeners and viewers who join us each and every week. If you did happen to miss the podcast, uh, do check out the Cybersecurity Matters YouTube page and or listen to old episodes on your preferred podcasting platform. But until next time, be well, be safe, and we'll see you again in the future in the Cybersecurity Matters podcast. <laughs> <laughs>